Are you the kind of person or unspeakable nightmare horror who likes actual play podcasts, but occasionally wants a break from all the high fantasy heroics? If so, you should check out Negative Modifier, an actual play podcast that specializes in darker, more mature games. You can find us on YouTube, Twitch, or more or less anywhere else podcasts can be found. It's Indiana. In Indiana, from the depths of our secret lair. Bro, it's totally a bookstore. And whose fault is that? Fine, never mind. In Indiana, from the depths of our bookstore comes a well-coordinated coterie of serious kindred. You're joking, right? I'd rather be reading a book anyway. Fine. Come check out our chronicle as a bunch of misfit kindred drift from one crisis to another. Happy? Bro, what happened to the voice? Indy by night. We'll see you Tuesday. Oh, hey, hi, hello, we are here. Welcome on in. Um, I do realize and recognize that not everyone is in the correct spots. We almost have it, but um, we are waiting for Carter to show up and decide to cast some blood magic whenever he decides to. So, uh, But we're going to go ahead and get started, go around the room, introduce who we're going to be playing this evening, and then uh, do a little bit of a recap because we had... Last week off for the Halloween. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get started with Hannah, because Warren's not here to kick us off. Hey, I'm Hannah, playing Eva Hill, the Bruja. And I'm interested to see how this conversation with Nessa goes. I think we all are. Um, next up, we have Justin. Hi, I'm Justin. I play Dimitri, the Ventru, and uh, Eva for Prince. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, we have Ian. Hey, I'm Ian. <clears throat> that might have come off just a little bit more aggressive than I wanted it to. Uh, I am playing Michael Zaravnos. And uh, if there's one thing that you take away from tonight, it is Michael for Harvey. All right. So I, I need everybody to have it on t-shirts. I need everybody to remember that that's what's going on. That's the campaign. That's what we need. Also, I kind of don't get opinions because Nessa's around. So. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, we had a very interesting episode as everything sort of began to... Dwindle down and sort of see what exactly your options were. 
as figuring out who to back. Now there's a slight vacancy available inside of the Camarilla here in Indianapolis. That's not that important. Nah, nah, nah. It's just deciding who's going to be the prince to rule over the kindred in this area. It's NBD. Um, but you guys sort of came to the conclusion on sort of seeing who would give the most for your guys' backing. Um, and you guys are in the process of starting this wonderful little conversation with Nessa on um, possibly giving some support, depending on what you guys can get out of it. Um, so we will go ahead and pick up there. Um, Carter is going to be in said scene, uh, but he's going to be very quiet until he uh, finds his voice, as it were. I'm going to go ahead and speak up for him and say he probably wants to try to increase his blood potency. I'm here for it and probably would believe it. If there's anything I've learned from my boy, it's that your blood is never potent enough. You're not completely wrong. Um, but Nessa does welcome you guys in. And uh, for most of... I think everyone has been inside of Nessa's apartment at this point for one reason or another. But it is a very well put together... Um, sort of French 1800s vibe to it. it has a nice fireplace that doesn't have any sort of fire actively in it most of the stuff around is some a very small candlelight and um, very very ornate uh, paintings put up onto the wall uh, but it is a very very fancy inside of here as you guys see her sort of leisurely laying on um, the chase that she sort of has framing her sitting area in her living room. Uh, and she pats down next to her um, and asks Michael to come take a seat. I will go do that. <clears throat> I'm going to save that try to resist roll for later when it might mean something as opposed to right now. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Wait. You if could... I resist if I resist now and win, then I'm good for the scene. Let me... Nah, we'll save it for later when it means something. I love it. Sitting sitting down's not darnful. <laughs> so you think. Yeah. <laughs> surprise you sat on the chair that's actually going to be on fire soon exactly well thank you so much for uh, coming I do appreciate it um, everyone involved um, but I was advised you guys were wanting to meet and um, discuss some things is that correct say yes um, in light of some recent things that have happened <sighs> as wild as tonight has been I figure it might be worth the conversation to just go ahead and get that going and what conversation would that be I've got to look to anyone else <laughs> literally anyone else <laughs> 
Okay. I'll yeah, nudge to a tree. I don't know why. Is is Carter is um not he, being himself lately? Uh is we we thought we would discuss the proposal related to us backing you for Prince. Ah. That was very quick and very wise of some of the older members of your coterie. But I do want to ask why me and not your fellow clansmen, Dimitri? This is my coterie, and um, we feel... They feel, I, I am taking my own emotions out of this, that uh, you are, are more known to us than Galeb is. And we believe that your aims are to raise the Camarilla up, that you, despite your extensive life, um, have visions for how to make the Cam... Sing in Indiana. You are, um, you're not wrong, Dimitri. You're not wrong. I do have some plans that hopefully could bring us to some greatness that we have not seen on these shores for quite some time, if I'm being quite honest. And you served Prince Costell for quite some time, yes? Yes, almost 200 years to be precise. Was he always in the role of the prince while you served him? Um, no, not always. Uh, a good chunk of that time, yes. Uh, but he's only been in Indiana for the last 100-ish years. Um, otherwise, he was in some uh, a primogen before moving, seeing vacancy in Indianapolis, and uh, I owe I owed him a, a great debt. Uh, I will get to point. Yes, please. We have discussed uh, the potential. That for our support uh, for you to take on the role of the prince, um, that uh, we would like Terra Haute to become a sister kingdom with its own prince. And the amount of stun that is on her face as she just sort of locks up. That is a interesting theory, and I'm assuming one of you would like to hold that title. We feel that given our locality there and what we've done with it in the short time that it has been our home, that it would be appropriate. And you believe with the resources between the 
four of you that you could hold it. Because Princeton is... is not only just having allies within the Cambria. While it does have that, there is also the concern that someone within the Cambria rises up and tries to overthrow your praxis. Yes. It's understood. Um, obviously, we may have to do things a little differently than they are done here. Um, but if it is our kingdom, it is not you who would need to share the responsibility if said actions were frowned upon by other members of the camp. We are young and progressive. We agree with the masquerade, yes. We, we see the value of it. Um, but we think sometimes older kindred might get lost in the minutiae of old rivalry and that can make it difficult for them to create relationships with their fellow kindred that may not live and breathe the Camarilla way. Hmm. Well, I can confirm that you will not have your answer tonight because this is quite a bit to ponder over. And I hope you can understand the gravity of providing that sort of area to a very new coterie and some very new members of the Camarilla itself. But that being said, I don't see it completely out of the realm of possibilities. Yes, I do think that with age comes power and with power comes relationships that you can build and help secure what you hold. I will say if you can prove yourself, I should say, not you individually as a coterie, but also the connections that you may come across. Show me that you are worthy of said title. If I do become prince... Terra Hope will be yours. This well, presents a difficulty because things that we would do if it was our kingdom may be considered uh, distasteful under someone like you's rule. So proving ourselves may be difficult without risking offense to old thoughts. <clears throat> Something that I'm sure 
especially you, Dimitri, can understand and appreciate is I'm much more subtle with my conversations in private than maybe the uh, late prince might have been. You see, he was very boisterous, very loud, and very proud of what he is, or what he was, almost to a fault, as it were. You see, if you tell me what... As long as you run it by me first, I can make it seem like it was my idea that we are looking to be this progressive. And I'm not afraid to make those steps to make sure that you guys don't get a lot of backlash as long as you guys aren't blowing it up with a rant. But something a little bit more subtle I can sweep under the rug. The problem that I could see, Nessa, and, and you make very valid points, and I would not wish to put you in a position that might jeopardize your claim to praxis. We are in enemy territory. We are outnumbered. We are outgunned. We have been told by the Anarchs in no uncertain terms that they have every intention to exterminate the Camarilla in Indianapolis. This is declaration of war. Declaration, we're in war times. Gloves are off. If we blow people up, if we kill them in their sleep, if we cut their heads off and burn their bodies, this is war. In Russia, this is what happened. You... You come to my house, you tell me that you're going to kill my family? Oh no, I come to your house, then I go to your neighbor's house, and then I go to his sister's house. You see how it go. You send message, very clear. Do not fuck with me. This right, is right. what I think we might need to do in order to establish the foothold that you require. We might have to go in deep, hard war, blood in the streets, Fire, death, turmoil. Right around there, Michael's just going to kind of put his hand up just a little bit, like, and just kind of like gesture, like, drop the tone just a touch, man. Like, just like, come on, reel it back in. Like, and then follow up with, and while I, I agree there, to an extent, um, we have a group in this current room that is time and time again proven that they are very good at what very good at what they do and what do they do what's needed so if that's expanding the reach of the Camarilla we're good at that well they're good at that I'm lumping myself in by proxy at the moment given that I'm new here but I think the sentiment still stands that one way or another backing each other is just good business. And I I do apologize if you I know the prior prince had a lot of dealings with trying to make a point. And very scared to make enemies because our numbers are so small. While I respect and understand that, Dimitri, you and I 
are more alike in your thought process than you may truly believe. The Prince of France lasted as long as he did because he was not afraid to go into the streets and take out and root out those individuals who needed to be rooted out because that's what the Anarchs do. All they do is put weeds into places that they don't grow, put separation, and then the Camarilla falls from within. The French Revolution, right? That's that's the, what you're talking about right there? While there is some mortal implications, yes, there is more kindred politics that go along with that than not. I figured. It seemed a little too thought out for mortals. <laughs> yes. But that being said, we have to be smart about it. We can't be going United States Revolution on this as well. We could tea party them. I don't know what that means, but I mean, if we really wanted to be loud, we could come up with something to refer to as a tea party. My sire and I spent our time growing and aggregating the criminal element in Terre Haute for very specific purpose. Gang war covers a lot of mess. We do this in Russia with the Vori. They are a cover. They're the hat we wear. It is gang war. The immortals are the ones who get arrested. It's crime. Like something easy for the mortals to believe. But under the surface is a shadow war that goes on. We find our enemies, we root them out. And the good part is, if we are allowed to make these connections with anarchs that are less likely to poison the well, so to speak, to sow the derision, who will see their place in our community as an asset, who view us as allies as opposed to enemies, they will help us to eliminate the existing insurgents. We give them hope. We give them land. We don't challenge them because they can pay a tax to us. A person who pays a tax and feels protected and comfortable is a happy person. I don't care. They don't have to bow the knee necessarily to our prince. As long as they are cordial and respectful, it's no problem for me. If they want to come in and start trouble, then they die. It's easy. She sort of gonna, leans back a little Nessa. bit. Yeah, going to look at Nessa and just go, for English being a second language, he makes a really good point when he has to. And you just see her like tap on your leash. The grown-ups are talking. <laughs> now, Dimitri, I'm assuming you would be the one wearing the crown? No. He's well, we haven't figured me. it out yet. The person who should wear the crown, and I say this with all honesty, is Eva. No. We haven't Wait. figured it no, out no, yet. No, no, listen, listen, listen. She is Bruja, yes? It would help grow our relationship with the clan if they could see that the Bruja could ascend to the level of the prince. Yes? Also, the oldest living vampire in our city is also Bruja. And 
Eva was able to have conversation with him without him tearing her head off. Which infers that maybe he liked her a little bit. Perhaps there is things she could learn from him. He could become a very strong ally. He would not be allied to a prince from the clan of kings, but he would be an ally to a prince that came from the clan that he sired. Just or stole. Shariva. <laughs> you had a conversation with him? Yeah, very brief. I can tell you this much as a natural predator. I was in much more danger than she ever was. And I said maybe four words to the man. We have time before any sort of confirmation on whoever is becoming the new prince. takes place go have conversations with who you need show me that you can hold this territory not just based off people you believe would help you but people you know people you trust would be in that to back it up that isn't myself, and maybe anyone you might see as part of our primogen. Then, if you come up with any sort of progressive ideas that you guys have thoughts of that could revolutionize Terre Haute and our foothold in it together, bring them to me. Then, once I am prince, if I see everything fit comfortably, I will relinquish that part of our foothold to you. And that is our deal. And to make it a little bit more comfy, so you don't think I'm stealing any sort of ideas from you, <laughs> I won't request any sort of Progressive thoughts until I have the crown. That way you can also feel secure that I'm not going to turn you over to whoever it does when prince. That way you guys have some sort of realm of safety and insurance, as it were. Um... Out of curiosity, and I ask this more for personal knowledge, um, is there clamoring for punishment for me for what happened to Prince Costell? If I'm being honest, from a very select few. Overall, in the Camarillo, we had some individuals that were among us at our uh, 
Last Elysium, who were sort of the groundbreakers here at Indianapolis, and then gave it over to Costell. They wanted your head on a pike immediately. But me, Galeb, and the rest of the primogen sort of explained the situation of what occurred. So they have called off any sort of official blood hunt for you. Not to say that there are individuals who are not frustrated at the fact of what occurred, and rightfully so. He was rough around the edges, but Prince Costello was fair when he needed to be. But any sort of official capacity, no. No one is hounding for your final death because of the situation that occurred. He's a relief. And she sort of pats your leg once more. <clears throat> is there anything else the three of you, or four of you, excuse me, sorry, Carter, have to... Uh, Say before you are dismissed. Kind of look around. Just gonna kind of shrug. I think we're good for now. And I want you to know that there will be no offense taken if you were to go and seek out Caleb and see what he offered you nonetheless. I understand that that's how this works. It's not my first rodeo, as they say here. If you do not win, do you plan to stay on as Primogen if Caleb asks you? I would be honored. You seem like you two had a good working relationship. Um, yes. About a century of working together is gives you a lot of time to think. Yes. Well, if this is the case, I, we all appreciate your time greatly, and uh, thank you for thinking over what we've proposed. Indeed. And she sort of begins to openly dismiss. Um, <laughs> if you... Uh, wouldn't mind, um, Michael, if you wouldn't mind staying behind for just a moment, because there are some things I would like to speak to you about. <sighs> yep, I could do that. We'll wait for you in the bar. I just yell back, have fun! Drink your Gatorade, <laughs> keep the fluids up! <laughs> like That's the opposite of how that works for us, but yeah. <laughs> um, shortly after, she will walk over and shut the door behind the three of those who have left. I'll look at her. I'm just kind of like, like, like Michael's been around and respectfully kind of bow just a little bit. Like, okay, and then what's on your mind? 
I am curious how you think this coterie fares. <clears throat> now, I'm watching my words very particularly here. So, before I go any further, I would like to know, do you want full unfiltered opinion, or would you like the cliff notes? The unfiltered version would be great. Okay. <clears throat> so, since I have known these kindred, It's been, even before I knew them, the stories, the reputation, that kind of stuff. As a unit, those three are nigh unstoppable. It seems like there's no hurdle that comes up that they don't have a way to brute force or outthink or insert other descriptor here, right? Um, individually. At this point, I believe that I trust all three of them with my my unlife, my my life, however you want to say that. It's not normally in our in our type to, to trust like that, but they have time and time again shown that if anything, I at least have a purpose and I'm worth keeping around. And I respect that. Um, but it feels more familial than a working relationship does. Whatever's going on with them, it's 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 deep. There's there's a root to it. There's a core. There's there's principles and boundaries that don't get crossed and it's almost like they know exactly what the other two are thinking before it comes to that point. If it's not exact, it's at least a, a really close estimate. Um, as just a part of the Camarilla I think that I'm going to include myself in this now as opposed to the rest of that report there as to the Camarilla as a whole I feel like we are a very valid asset but I also believe that we are more than an asset more than a muscle to flex I think that we are something to be is Paragon a word? I I think you know what I'm saying there. To to be made a shining <clears throat> example of what it is to to be in and a part of the tower. You look out for yours. You protect what's the cams, because ultimately that comes back around to you. And you do what's asked of you think that taking myself out of the equation again here for just a second but I feel like those three have gone above and beyond of what's asked for them time and time again you say there's a a root between them yes what is that root What is something that all three of them 
Oh dear. What is one thing that maybe lights a fire under them and gets them aggravated, gets them going? Without sounding like a meme, it's the three things that it's the three things that pull it back to John Cena. Hustle, loyalty, respect. So they all know that each other's got, like, they all have each other's back. They all respect those boundaries that each has set and worked very hard to enforce those boundaries for each other and on each other's behalf. And they are out here moving. I thought that I've had a busy undeath. These guys have just been non-stop. So I I don't know how else to say it. I don't know if there's a deeper thing there. Um, but when I said that it feels familial, I mean that. You fight with your siblings, but you still love them, right? <clears throat> Michael, when it, before all this started, I offered you a roll. He's still interested in said role. I have a proposition for you in regards to that role. Go on. So the short answer is yes, I'm still interested in that role. The long answer is I'm interested in that role. But let me fulfill it in both places. Hmm. Let me be, let me, let me hold the title here in Indianapolis proper. I will execute the duties of my office and I will do the same out there in Terre Haute. The benefit to this is that there's a go-between between both parties. There's no direct separation between Indianapolis and Terre Haute at this point. As I am now that bridge. Not to put myself in any sort of position to usurp anything, naturally, but I feel a little trauma bonded to these three. I went through something heavy and they kind of walked me through it and helped me out. And I want to help grow, but I, I want to help grow and protect my new home but I also want to be of use to the person who's also given me purpose inside of the Camarilla aside from my found family here you know Michael I don't share very well I'm going to be honest I've learned she sort of smirks and just sort of looks up to you. If anything, you have more ears on their side at this point. Then what I'm going to ask in trade for this dual role of yours mm -hmm. may seem painful for you. 
but I need to know what makes that coterie tick. While they may be allies, and hell, one of them may be prince soon. If the progressive thoughts of that coterie goes a little too far in the future, I need to know which leg to pull to set it all tumbling down. Obviously, this stays between you and I. Yes, naturally. You get, if you do this, and find out truly what tears them apart, makes them crumble. Because I do agree, they are quickly gaining reputation within the Camarilla, and they are growing in power as we do with time. There are few kindred, I think, that could tear each other apart than themselves. You do this. You get your dual role. You get to be the harpy of Indianapolis and for Terre Haute. They are none the wiser. And I'll even let you stay in Terre Haute with them. And you do this. And as long as you do this. You don't have to drink any more of my blood. I will drop the bond. Still sits there thinking for for a hot minute, <clears throat> like they're like the, the the pause is almost un uncomfortable, right? Not making any sort of like not looking in any sort of direction towards Nessa, kind of staring off, really thinking. What are we talking here? Are we talking individual weaknesses, or are we talking as a group? The more information you get me, the more rewards you get. How about that? We're talking financial, we're talking status. Hell, your information could move you up from Harpy up to Primogen. Depending on how much information you give me, Michael. I, I appreciate the thought in that in that direction. I don't think I have any sort of experience or knowledge that could help anybody in the primogen setting. Oh, I mean, aside from if it's a if it's an auto, if that's an offer for status, in that regard of giving me the title for the position of status, I was told that I could speak kind of frankly. I think that's a really dumb decision. And I appreciate that. But I also know you are very good at making contacts. You're very good at making connections. And as a member of the Primogen, I find that extremely useful. Touche. Again, it's on the table. We can discuss your reward once you provide the goods. But that is what I'm offering out to you. 
But at baseline, if you could find out what makes this group tumble, you will no longer be having to worry about that itch the back of your skull that makes you wonder, is this me talking? Now, I have one more question. Oddly enough, I have one more answer. Fancy that. How soon would this bond be broken? Is it upon delivery of information? Or is it upon agreement? And, part two, or call it, same question, part B. We are still on the same page as far as my major boon, correct? Oh, uh, without, a, without a doubt. Absolutely. Okay. And as far as to answer your question on when it would end, I mean, once I have the information, I would no longer call upon or summon you in that sort of capacity. And we would let the effect fizzle out because it does take time for it to fizzle. I think that's terrible. But you would be your own person. The effects may still last while we are within proximity. But I give you my word that I would not take advantage of said effects. Okay. I think you got yourself a deal. Wonderful. And Michael, I hope for both our sakes it stays in this room. Absolutely. I am a professional after all. She walks up and gives you just the slightest just kiss on the cheek. Involuntary as, smirk. As she goes to usher you towards the door. Alright. Then, uh... I'll stand outside of the door for just a couple of seconds. The, the weight of what I just agreed to kind of starts to creep back in. Oh. All right, here we go. And then I'm going to go find the bar and find my coterie. In indeed. Um Hi my coterie friends, which we definitely are. <laughs> um Hello fellow kindred. As you uh, as the as a lot of this conversation is taking place, the three of you do make your way towards the bar. Um all of the sigils as you guys pass through the open area, all uh, the gangrel symbols have been removed. Um, and it feels somber, feels very quiet. You see people sort of standing around, but having very murmured conversations as you sort of pass by, head over to the bar. You see a new bartender, one you haven't seen before. But 
everything else in the bar seems to be of working order. Hey, I'm the new bartender. How's it going on over here, over there? Who's trying to get a drink? You, you already drunk? Hey, I'm dead. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Carter, I cannot believe you. This is all like ideas. You're pl- and then you clam up. Didn't say a, a freaking word. <laughs> I seems like you did great all by yourself. <laughs> yeah, yes, I did great. Yes. Big dumb idiots <laughs> rambling on and on about what I want. You could have said it so much more eloquently. I'm not going to be the prince. I'm not going to be the prince either. I give Eva a little playful shove. I didn't want to be it either. Well, you know, we, we don't always get what we want. <laughs> Are we in the bar? Yeah, at this point, you guys are in the bar. bar. Yep. Um, I'm gonna order a drink. Well, are you going to a glass, or are you ordering something to eat? No, I need something to eat. Okay. Uh, The bartender asks if there's any sort of preference for you. Um, I just need them really sleepy. Duly noted. Thanks. I'll be over in that booth over there. Okay. Yeah, I need somebody who's like violent, you know, violent tendencies. Angry. I prefer if they put up a little bit of a fight. Oh. I know just the one. I'll take a different booth. I don't want to wake up sleepyhead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the... oh, and it's me, the violent tendencies guy. You thought I was dead, but I'm back. Hey, can't break this neck. Fuck you, guy. Come here. Uh, oh, the macho man, Randy Savage. I'm inside your mind, boy. When I climb on that top turnbuckle and load up the mighty L. Sorry. Holy... When everybody's looking at you like you understand all the complications and intricacies of kindred politics and affairs. Ooh, I'll be there, brother, looking at you. What you gonna do? (laughs) What are you gonna do? Sorry, what just happened? (laughs) And when are we gonna start doing... runs wild on you, brother? (laughs) When are we gonna start doing, like, wrestling vampires? Because that could be a thing. Do you want me to build a new (laughs) character? I'll do it. Holy, my body is not ready for this. <laughs> okay, I love it. <laughs> what you're gonna do when the Camarilla runs wild on you, brother? <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, the bartender will look over to you, Carter, as if asking if you would like anything to drink as well. Yeah, please. Drinks. Uh, any sort of preference for you as well? No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, are you having your own booth? Or are you going to be joining someone else's? Oh, I'll just sit here at the bar. Okay. Um, roughly about this time, um, I'm assuming the two people who were uh, 
are going to go to a booth to feed are heading off in that direction? Or are you guys waiting Indeed. for it? Okay. Yes. Um, as you guys go to Yurez's booths and begin to draw the curtains, uh, a few moments go by, and Michael, you see Carter sitting at the um, bar by himself. Um, and shortly after, the two of you see a individual being um, carried over to Eva's booth. And you see someone uh, that is being sort of ushered in that has is bound with handcuffs into Dimitri's booth. Well, all right. <clears throat> I'll make my way over to Carter. I'm going to stop by the bar and get me something to sip on. I don't need to, like, feed, feed, but just something. Uh, the bartender will go ahead and put out two glasses, one for Carter, one for Michael. The screaming starts. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. You never really get used to that. Yeah, no, that sounds like it's going about as well as it probably could. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's, that's how he does it. Ugh. I don't like that. You know, there was a point in time where instead of people actually, like, paying me money, they paid me in blood bags? Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So I was like, hey, I need you to figure out where this guy goes every night. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. Like, two bags a day, my guy, and we got you. And I feel like that's probably a little bit uh, masquerade-endangering. Who wants to get paid in blood? Well, I mean... You would do it with people in the know. It's not like I would just be like, hey, random guy on the street. You got any extra blood I can have? I mean, I feel like it would work. I mean, it probably would. Some of the places I've been. But, yeah. So, how you feeling? I... I honestly feel like I blacked out a little bit back there, but it seems like it's going okay. Yeah. How are you feeling? What happened? Do you want to talk about it? Well, it was all... She wanted to know how I was adjusting to Camarilla life. And uh, kind of, it felt really weird, like new kid at a new school so you making any friends that kind of thing yeah on a scale of one to ten how bad did you have to sell us out oh like a seven hey you're getting better at this i will put out not like that shut up <laughs> uh <laughs> but also like that <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I'll put out there that like it wasn't intentional and it never has been intentional it's the cam of course she's gonna be crafty 
it was a big conversation of just how strong do you think those dudes are which I feel like that's a really fair question given her current standing right absolutely and you, you size people up you figure it out and you make choices accordingly just hoping that you know she makes good choices for us yeah we probably shouldn't talk shop here at the oh, bar no 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 just that i'll spare you the gory details of it but that's the the tldr you got a rave review by the way oh thanks yeah mostly because i don't understand blood sorcery stuff and that terrifies me I'm really not the one you should worry about. Oh, no, but, like, getting punched really hard? Okay. I probably deserve it at some point. But if I'm just standing around, and next thing you know, I'm, all the blood's getting pulled out of my body, or... I don't know, I'm just suddenly not kindred anymore, if that's a thing that could happen. Who knows? I don't know. Magic is magic, man. It does what it wants, right? That's... Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I guess it's like the Batman approach. You have a plan for everything, but the one thing you don't have a plan for is the thing you're scared of the most. So. Yeah, no, I mean. I don't know. It's, yeah. I would really just rather be reading a book, to be completely honest. It, yeah. You know, I think for once, same. Uh, I guess we should wait for Eva and Dimitri to finish their lunch. Yeah. I could never, I I could never hunt like that. Or not necessarily hunting, but like feeding like that. Eating like that is. Ugh. Just seems yeah. messy. Messy, absolutely. Like that's, that's the big holdup is like, I don't want to have to completely change after I eat. Yeah, right. Like, do you think Dimitri uses a bib? I bet he does. I bet he does too. He probably keeps one on him. That's like uh, one of those like, 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 like fancy I'm eating lobster kind of bibs. He likes the mallet too. The, the, the booth and Dimitri sure as shit has a bib. <laughs> <laughs> Just did the thing where you tie the tablecloth up behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Reminds me of the supernatural episodes whenever they talk about like the Leviathans and they go around bibbing people because they just like put a bib on and just eat them. It's glorious. <sighs> Tracks. Mm -hmm. um, a few moments go by and Eva and Dimitri, you guys have finished up with your snacking of various levels. And as you guys exit your guys' booths, another individual exits from theirs. <clears throat> as Galeb also exits their booth. It's finish or fixes up his um, last button 
straightens up his tie. Notices the four of you. Aha. Just the um, group I was actually looking for. It looks like we are in the right place at the right time, my brother. I would like to think so. Do you guys have a a, a moment to um, discuss the elephant in the room, as it were? For a current member of the Primogen and someone claiming praxis on Indiana, of course. You are too kind. And the rest of you? Gonna kind of course. check my phone real quick. I'm like, Schedule seems free. Yeah, I'm done. With a kind of shit-eating grin, making sure it's clearly a joke. <laughs> please, is please it don't common worry. knowledge that Michael's blood bonded to Nessa? It is not. And I'd like to keep that between us. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mike, this would be a better way here, bud. You know what? <clears throat> I should go not here. Uh, nah, I'm down to be around. Fair enough. Right, if you wouldn't mind following me. Uh, and he leads his way to his apartment, which is much more modern, uh, much more sleek. Uh, we're talking a lot of uh, metals and um, black furniture, a lot of very elegant lighting that are hanging up above, busts, um, very, very much... Like, very upper class, but very, very modern. Um, as you guys walk in, you can see the sort of... Um, I know that everyone has was just having a drink, but does anyone need anything else? I do have some here on tap, as it were. Uh, I appreciate the offer, my friend. Um, I am good. That one had a lot of spirit, so it made it fun. <laughs> I can understand. I'm fine as well. Thank you. Yeah, not none for me. Thanks. Appreciate it, though. Of course. I'm good. So we um very interesting night to say the least. Indeed. And I am hoping that I have some sort of ground to gain with you guys and sort of having support as it comes to this claim to praxis. Um, allow me to ask if it is okay if you are not to achieve the role you have sought would you continue to remain in Indiana and if Nessa does succeed you, the prince uh, and asked you to join the primogen would you become a member of her primogen 
I don't know. It's fair. Nessa does things interesting, to say the least, that I don't know if I fully support as a member of Primogen. Would you not have some level of influence in that role? Some, yes. Um, but about equal to the amount of influence you have inside of your own coterie. Hmm. How is your relationship with the other members of the Primogen? Augustine seems fine. Nessa is... Likes to like to talk a lot, which makes it dangerous. And uh, the Macavian is what it is. But Nessa likes to offer a very big game. That when it comes to time to pay up, with the bills being flipped to someone else. Hmm. I have limited interactions with her in regards to negotiations or dealings. Um, one I had was negative, but we've settled that issue. Um, and so far, she seems to have dealt with me fairly squarely beyond this. Uh, but you have known her much longer than I have, so I defer to your wisdom on such things. Um, if we are being honest, we have already spoken with Nessa. But we will give you the same opportunity that we've discussed with her and see how you feel about it. Maybe you can point out some lack of logic in our thinking uh, she seemed amenable to the idea um, but we will see what your thoughts are like I said you have done this much longer and maybe you don't want to just pour honey in our ear you want to make us see the truth if there is wrong in what we say our proposal to her was that if we were to lend our support to her that um, Terra Haute would become a sister kingdom with its own prince. And Nessa agreed to this. <sighs> she had some stipulations, but nothing that we don't feel we could meet. Uh, she is... A individual that I'm not saying it's totally impossible for her to do. It just seems very unlikely. For her to do or for anyone within the camp to do? For her to do. For her to relinquish that power to you seems very unlikely. Are you saying this is something that you would do? I would be open to the idea of it. I will say, 
you guys have done a lot of good out in Terre Haute, even with the distance. You guys have, even if it was self-induced, rised above the occasion multiple times. I don't see why this couldn't be done. But Nessa likes status. She likes her claim. And she's been waiting to be prince for a very long time. I'm not going to say that. I also have not been waiting for a prince to open up for me to claim practice to in quite a while. I served the previous prince of Indianapolis as well as the prince of Boston before the second Inquisition side popped up. But after working underneath those two, I know what not to do. A little bit more better than maybe Nessa has experienced. What is your vision for the future of the camp in Indianapolis? I think without speaking too poorly on the recently deceased this place was ran very with a sense of cowardice like we were too small and I would like to see us put into our former glory a little bit more and honestly I feel like the clan of kings can be able to do that with our resources resources that we have available within house when you say restored to our former glory what does that look like how do we reach this goal right now we have members of the anarch movement encroaching in not afraid to bump into us or start a fight here or there, even if it's inside of our jurisdiction, or our domain. And we have members of the Sabbat deciding to roll in and just place their pyramid where they like. And I think that's because they see the Camarilla in Indianapolis as soft. First thing I would do is get the Sabbat out because they have no reason to be here and they don't really respect the masquerade. They want to see things burn and they want to be known that the monster does go bump in the night and that's not good for any of us. And honestly, as much as it was painful to watch, I don't think what you guys did to the Anarchs was a bad thing. I think their numbers need to be knocked down a peg. Are you saying that you would give proxy to us to take the fight to the Anarchs, so to speak? Absolutely. And they oh, they claimed war on us. These are not peaceful times that we live in that Prince Costell and Nessa think that we are in. And it's that level of cowardice, I think, that allows them to feel like they can walk all over us. 
And you don't have concern about numbers? I think they're too busy with their own baronships and while they are a free movement, their freedom is something that hinders them more than holds them together, I feel like. You see, with their free movement, no one's in charge of anyone, as it were, even though there's barons. But that means that they don't have to hold fealty to anyone. They don't have loyalty, as it were. And us, as kindred, we have a beast that tells us what we want a good portion of the time, more than what we tell it we want. That wasn't just me, right? I'm not just... Nope. Yep, I, okay. I lost him, too. So <laughs> Okay. Just making sure. Wait, what? We lost you, bud. Yeah, you you disappeared for a second. Sounds like oh. we're okay. Okay. Yeah, you went all Cybertron on us. <laughs> uh, what part did I go Cybertron on? Uh, you were talking about um, how they don't, like, they, they don't respect each other. They have barons, but... Right. Okay. Uh, so... We all have a beast that sort of tells us what we do more often than we tell it what to do. And I believe that beast is sort of kept in check with the Camarilla. We have order. We have rules to follow. With them, they just sort of let their beast run wild. And while freeing as that is, also raises a lot of red flags for the masquerade. So yes, I do believe that bringing the fight to them after... I don't even say it's bringing a fight to them. They started this fight. They declared war on us. We're just showing what we can do with the power of the Camarillo. They may have numbers, but we have supplies. Would it surprise you to find that um, Nessa is much more along the line of thought as you are in this regard? A little bit. It feels like when she was running as prince for while uh, Prince Castell was taking his leave, as it were, she was very passive in the regards, even if you're just a placeholder. And let me ask you this, then. If you had been in the role of Seneschal, despite the fact that the prince may return to his normality, you would have taken war to the Anarchs uh, right away in the name of the prince, even though you know that if he returns to his formal glory that he will not be happy that you have waged war in his name? 
war was waged upon us. And I think the first thing I would have held is made sure that the Sabbat was out. Not looming for our watchmen of that region to have to worry about like Nessa did. Nessa welcomed Anduin with open arms. Said, yes, you can stay here as long as you don't cross any lines. Mm -hmm. But if the war is already upon us with the Anarchs, we don't need another third party to come in and try to do things, weasel their way in. So, no, I won't say my focus would have been to fire back at the Anarchs right away. It would have been the Sabbat first, and then dealing with the Anarchs afterwards and make sure that those were thwarted out, if I'm being honest. How do you feel about alliance with Anarchs? In our domain, we are in enemy territory, but we have an opportunity to make alliances with people that are part of the movement, but not necessarily living the life that you would expect members of the movement to lead. They behave differently. They understand the value of the masquerade. They are also respected by people I respect. If we were to, out of necessity, create alliances with a group like this to take the, mm, how you say, uh, non-friendly anarchs and remove them and put these allies in their place where we could live coexistence, supporting the masquerade, helping one another, would you find that amenable or is that something that you feel violates some tenant of the Camarilla? That we should not lay down with dogs or we get up with fleas, that kind of business. Well, I don't think it breaks any sort of tenants. I think it can be warranted, especially in your unique position of where you are located. But I will say those fleas can sometimes bite a little bit more than you expect at first. Just make sure you have a good pest repellent. If, if I may interject for a second here along that regard. Please. <clears throat> not to... <clears throat> sorry. Not to toot my own horn here. But, I mean, beep beep, right? I'm sure... I've never directly worked with you, but you have. there has to be some sort of reputation proceeding in this regard for the amount of work I've done just in general around the area. Yes, I, I know of your I come, work. I come with a very particular set of skills. Shout out Liam Neeson. Um, <clears throat> on top of the fact that all three of the other people here terrify me. In looking to everybody else in the best way possible, please. I'm not talking any sort of shit. Um, just know from the amount of nonsense I've seen to the things I've done to just the sheer unadulterated, ready to rip somebody in half if need be. I feel like this is the closest thing to 
what is it speak softly and carry a big stick that we can do out in Terre Haute? And of yeah, I mean, like I've mentioned before, if in my opinion, they shouldn't be there to begin with unless they plan on bending the knee. So if you can work in something that helps lay down future opportunities for the Camarilla to grow, more power to you. More power to you, I think, is really the way you should consider it. You're uh, over here trying to take Castell's kingdom, fight with Nessa. Indianapolis is small fish in a big pond. You're the clan of kings. Let's work and make your kingdom. Back Nessa. Back us. Let's uh, get rid of all the Anarchs. And you can carve as much territory out of Indiana, Indiana as you can hold. Well, that is a... If, if I may interject again, um, <clears throat> a wise man once said, what's a king to a god? And what's a god to a non-believer? So I think that kind of sets it up right there. Whole lot of nothing. Yeah, but like it was said real cool. <laughs> Doesn't matter how it's said if it's still nothing. I'll send you a link. It's fine. You'll 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 understand. While I appreciate the thought. And yes, we have our game that we play, the chess board that we all are on. The backroom dealings like that is, I mean, no offense to any of you, but it's below the Clan of Kings. That's my point exactly. Let's conquer your kingdom. So let me get this straight. You want me to back down from Praxis, support the Rose and all of her thorns, support you once you have your new kingdom, And then take it from you. Because you will be my new kingdom. Indiana's a very big fish. Indiana is a very big fish. And our little slice of it isn't, what, the 12th most uh, populous area in Indiana? By the time you get down to needing us 
I imagine we'll all have moved on. And if you are truly in position to claim all of Indiana, then I think we would be happy to go along. Right now, the Prince of Indianapolis is the Prince of Indiana. They are one in, in the theory. same. And now I understand and appreciate the process. Wouldn't it just be a, a shorter cut just to take Indianapolis and then root out the Anarchs? Don't even let Nessa take hold. If I let Nessa take hold and then root you guys, and then maybe who knows how long until we actually start loosening their confidence on the Anarchs and lowering their numbers. That could be 100, 150 years that I have lost on this conquest where I could have started it now. So what's your timeline then? That you want to declare, well, you already said that they declared war, but that you want to go to war with them. Tomorrow? As soon whenever as, you're prince? As soon as the Sabbat is out, I'm prince. How do you plan on kicking the Sabbat up? If I'm going to be honest, I was planning on working very closely with you. As it is your homestead. I wouldn't want to put you guys in danger. I mean, they've been there for a little while. I, at this point, we haven't been in danger. Oh, yes. The snakes are in the house. It's just a matter of time before they bite. But they also Say that for a lot of things. Their, kind of know their place <laughs> at the moment. She does not know her place. She... Is being nice. Accepts her place at the moment. I, that's the better way to say it. And he has also must remember, her dealing was with the previous prince. That deal is off the table now. And she is much, much older than us. And as far as I'm aware, she's older than myself. What would happen if we got a certain very old Ruha involved? That would be a conversation that I would love to have once if I claim Praxis and I do receive the crown. I would love to have that conversation. But without... Ultimately, ultimately Galeb... How is the prince decided? Battle Royale. <laughs> Cook off. Whoever can keep the food down the longest. Exactly. <laughs> Some of it is status. Some of it is physical ability to hold it. Some of it is just a measure of the contacts that you have, the people that will help you hold it. Praxis can only 
princedom can only last as long as the people allow it to last. Because as soon as someone walks in and decides they are the new prince, becomes a quick game of who's got what. And then a if lot of people had, back the bigger horse. If you had a lot of, uh, if you had time to tally all those assets, where does it look like on the leaderboard? Well, I have connections between here and Boston. I think a lot of people, I will say, I think a lot of people are afraid of Nessa more than people, more afraid of Nessa. And I like to think, respect or appreciate my more level-headedness than Nessa. Nessa is very much so a... kind of rose that likes to prick you first and then apologize afterwards. That 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 adds up. That tracks. But I see while it is a game to play, I don't see the point of Injuring those that were supposed to be on the same side. I'm not going to say that everything is peaceful. All business dealings are still business dealings. But a lot of the cloak and dagger bullshit behind it all, honestly, is just exhausting that I don't have time for. This I can respect. I like people who say what they mean. I also like people who mean what they say. Yes. That being said, in regards to your offer, I would support it. Again, you'd be key players on removing the Sabbat, so that means you would need a title to go with it. Would you be willing to serve as Mawala to our future prince in Terre Haute? Of course. Would you be willing to support someone outside the clan of kings to be that prince? Yes. Does anyone have anything else they wish to ask of Galeb? <clears throat> I mean, okay, so <clears throat> this is kind of self-serving. <laughs> but offer that was made on Nessa's side of the table was if I me personally, if I back her when and if she becomes uh, prince 
I would get the title of Harpy. Is that something that you would be interested in? Uh, working with or doubling or not doubling, but like hit the ditto on that, that kind of thing. I do have a list of individuals that I have come into contact over the years that I would throw you into the running with, but I would not necessarily guarantee your spot. That being said, if your coterie does gain Princeton with mine, I'm sure that one of them would be able to throw you a spot. And that spot would be heavily recognized here in the Tower of Indianapolis as well. Valid. I just would be untruthful if I said I would instantly give you position after the years of people and colleagues that I've met. That's fair. That's why we ask these questions. That's all I have. Carter, Eva, what about you? You have been rather quiet during, so say negotiations would be doing this conversation a disservice. I mean, there must be something that you are looking for in a prince. More so than someone to lead. Frankly, I'm looking for a prince that will handle all the bullshit so that we can all get to doing what we want to do. You seem like you have big plans. I don't think I don't think uh tying yourself down is the right play here. I think as I said, we should be focused on getting rid of the anarch and making the prince of Indianapolis the prince of Indiana, in fact, not just in name. I still say let Nessa have her city, join us, get rid of the rest of the Anarchs, and go from there. You speak in contradictions, though, Carter. You say you want a prince that can handle the bullshit so you can do what you want, but you saw how this kingdom ran when Nessa was running it. There wasn't really much of a difference, as far as you could tell, between Prince Costell and Nessa running it. Me, I have guarantees that my primogen can handle the bullshit, as it were. So that way you can enjoy your books. And to throw it in, library that we have down the hall would be your library as far as I was concerned <laughs> it is very tempting it's definitely tempting it's a very good deal there's a bunch of really cool books in there and I don't even know how to read <laughs> so some of them have pictures I'll direct you to that right section <laughs> can you teach me how to read <laughs> Eva what about you 
I don't know if I have specific things I want from a prince, per se. What concerns me, Caleb, is that this is the time that you've offered to help us or work with us in any way that I know of. And it's, to me, it just seems like because you want our vote, our help to get you what you want. My only counter to that, Eva, would be that Nessa didn't necessarily ask for our assistance or a help. I believe that you guys were more competent than most coteries I've seen come through and stumble through these halls. And two, I didn't think I had anything to be of service to you. Not that I didn't want to, but I didn't want to insult you by offering stuff that wouldn't be helpful to you particularly. So you stayed on the sidelines. If that's how you want to perceive them, then yes. Well, what would you... How would you perceive it, then? I know my time is extremely valuable and people coming up and offering me things that's not helpful is a waste of my time and I didn't want to do it. You would disservice of that. Between the... So you have nothing to offer? Oh, I think I had nothing to offer, offer you for the opportunities that you guys were needing to help, quote unquote, in the options of needing. I didn't have any sort of ways to help you in and out of a second inquisition compound. I couldn't help you in the reprimands for your slaughtering of, in my, was it, my thought is a just amount, but I didn't have a chance to help you in that regard because it's outside of my office, outside of my capabilities. When Prince says to do this, we jump. So in most regards, I didn't have the capabilities to, not that I didn't want to, because I do want to help you. And that's why I'm offering you princedom if I do become prince. Because I want to help you guys grow your own kingdom. You guys deserve it for the amount of shit that Costell put you through, if I'm being honest. And I will... So you talk about... Go ahead. We'll say, Eva... I have a lot of individuals set up throughout Indiana, Indiana. And some of them work in similar circles with you and I without even really knowing it. And I'm sorry for your loss. And I would love to try my assistance in helping you claim what was taken from you. Because that, I know I can help with. That I can do. And you're right. Over the last year or so, I have been on the sidelines. And now you just decide you want to step up? I 
And now I have the tools to be able to help in a situation where it actually is capable of helping, not wasting time. But you claim you have all of these contacts. I do. So it's not like you had to step in. You could have helped in so many other ways. Obviously, you could have helped a day ago when I'm going through shit. So, um... I'll just turn around and walk out. I just can't deal with this right now. I'll kind of shoot a look at Carter real quick and kind of slip out the door after Eva. I truly didn't mean to offend if it came off that way. But I am willing to help. I know we haven't had much working relationship in the past but it's also a two-way street obviously I don't need your vote now but when the time comes please let me know anyways and help Certainly given us a lot to think about. Well, if you need anything, you know where to find me. Uh, what's left of the Prima Gen is going to have a conversation. And uh, What's left? What do you mean? As far as we're aware, Nessa's not necessarily relieving herself of the role, but making sure there's a safe and healthy distance. In my opinion, I think she's clearing out not in the aggressive or final death way, but I do not believe any member of us will be here if she claims Princeton. But she would serve her if she offered it. And she I, I don't know Prince. if I would. I don't know if I would. She is... too unreliable for me to be able to truly follow. You followed her when she stepped in for Castell, and as you said, nothing changed. I knew Costell was coming back. Well, I don't see her going down quietly. I hope not. I hope not. Well, 
I think you should be hoping she does, because we need all the strength we can get for what's coming. And Caleb will go ahead and give you a bow and extend his hand to both of the two remaining individuals who are here. And then we'll proceed to sit in and relax as you guys are slowly ushered out by a uh, very well-dressed older individual. You guys are now out in the main halls and the employee-only section. Eva, where did you go when you left the room? I'm just going to be out in the hallway. Okay. Let's go home. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I just didn't want to punch him. It's okay. Kind of should have. He chose the wrong thread to pull. Yeah. If you want to go back in and punch him, I'll back you out. I was going to say, if you had swung, I don't think any of us would have been upset. Wasn't the right time. Do you want me to swing for you? I'll do it. Well, settle down. <laughs> Try to impress the new prince. Shut up, man. <laughs> You've seen her fight, right? You you realize that... Yeah, no, I've offering, seen it. Offering to, like, go do that is like if a toddler came up to you and was like, you want me to kick guy's ass? It's like, no, I don't need you, little baby man, to kick ass for me. I can kick plenty of ass. Let, let's back it up with the little baby man part of that there. <laughs> I'll throw my arm around you and kind of catch you in a little playful headlock and start knocking okay. on your head. Yeah, I feel that. Fist, I'm just like lightly punching you in the ribs about it now. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, watch no, it. Yeah, watch little it baby man over there. I'll, I'll little baby man you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's weird. Forget I said that. <laughs> Michael slaps him really hard on the back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to breathe, oh. but I thought that that was comedic timing. You are, you are, um, you know, you fit right in. You're crazy just like the rest of us. Michael's heart drops. <laughs> <laughs> Come, brother. Let's yeah. Smack him again mm-hmm. on the back. Let's go. Yep, brother. Mm-hmm. We should do celebrate or something. Take our minds off of uh, all this business. Can... Go do something fun. Can we celebrate by setting my current U-Haul on fire and stealing me a new one? You had me at fire and stealing. Yes. <laughs> Carter doesn't look entertained by the thought of this, so I think that means it's the perfect plan. Shit, I gotta steal a new car, too. Oh, yeah. man, my, my SUV is fucked. <laughs> just buy a new car. For once, let's just go buy some shit. Uh, buy? Use those uh, resources. Let me see. Let me see. I know a guy. He sells us. It's, it may not be legal, but I buy it. <laughs> you see. <laughs> um, like you see Michael kind of stand there. And like, uh... 
mean, I'm not broke. I'm just trying to figure out legally how it could maybe get traced back to me. See, this is what they're talking about. This is why I don't. I mean, who who does this? <laughs> I don't insurance? have a. <laughs> I don't have a strong alias. We can just put it all under Carter's name. It's okay. Okay, sweet. You got good credit. <laughs> could could we just put Hunter under a crippling amount of debt? <laughs> So goals are four. Poor Hunter. That feels so bad. Justice for my boy, guys. Turn around, ask if we could put Hunter into debt, and then turn around, turn around, says justice for it Hunter. Was, it was a meme. You can't prove it wasn't. Speaking yes. of Hunter, we should probably grab him. Up oh yeah, on the oh, way right. out, we need yeah. to go by the yeah, library. Let's, in the let's go get him. Kind of left him. Hey, bud. Hope he's still got the vampire face on. He does. Um, Somebody, uh, used their I see everything at level one eyes and look right to <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Um, yes, Hunter is still in there, um, minding his own book. It's like it's just slowly walking up and down each set of row of books. <laughs> Walk into the library. Hunter, will you teach me how to read? No. Bro, I've been sending you text messages. What the hell has been going on? I've been guessing for the last <laughs> however long I've been alive. I'm joking. I know how to read. What is a good guess? <laughs> right. Are we heading home? Uh, yeah, well, we got to do a few things. We have a couple things to do. But yes, Some small yes, errands. Uh, you yeah. know, a little bit of arson, a little bit of, uh, you know, grand larceny. It's no problem. They're only moderately illegal. No, they're incredibly illegal. <laughs> well, now you're going to scare him. He's got to get used to this sort of thing. You guys are right. acting Hunter... like I haven't in the past. Hunter, yeah, we're doing... he already has. We're doing drugs and we're doing crime. Get in, loser. We're doing them. <laughs> I have not done drugs in so long. <laughs> God damn it, I miss them. Right. You'll be the mortal like really stoned. I was gonna say it's an easy fix. <laughs> they consist they consistently ask here, so what's your preference? We could just be like <laughs> fuck me up, family, let's do it. <laughs> I don't I don't think they do to go orders here. <laughs> well they should start. Oh they definitely do to go orders here. Well, but I need something that's still squirming. Oh, so go yeah. take it. There's no prince to stop you. Bro, I'm Carter. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, no. take what you want. What are they gonna just, do? No, I lift I, up my no. <laughs> lift up my shirt to show the the brand, and I start concentrating real hard to try to heal it. No prince, no rules. <laughs> I'm not saying no prince, no rules. I'm saying no prince. We make the rules. Uh, this is bold statement, friend. <laughs> I follow your lead. You take what you want right now, Carter. Oh, I'm, you're the one who wanted a snack. <laughs> Look at him backpedal now. I'm fine. I'll go to the bartender. Hey, we want one for the road. One what? You yeah. know, like a, 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 a blood bag. But not like a literal blood bag, like, you know, a person. Human. 
Oh. We're Snack. having a party, so we need snacks. I'm going to lean over to Hunter and just go, Earmuffs, my guy. Uh... <laughs> and make it one that we don't have to bring back. <laughs> well, that was implied. <laughs> well, you know, some people want you to return the empties, you know how it is. <laughs> It's like the keg. You buy a keg, you return an empty keg, you get your deposit back. Hey, if I could return the empties, that actually would be very convenient. I might give up blood bags entirely. <laughs> True. Catch me out here not giving up blood bags entirely. Um, uh, I just make the hand motion. Go. He goes off Chose the back. Look at Carter with the BD energy, my friend. <laughs> well, everybody's sitting around telling us how much they need us. We're taking a snack. If if they really, if we really need to, I could probably flex a connection and get us what we need. Bro, nobody likes the guy who's always dropping names. I didn't drop any name. You assume you're, you're the name assume I'm dropping. going to be dropping names, and it's no, like I'm oh, sorry. No. The last name you dropped turned out to be a werewolf. I'm no, no, sorry. He, he was, was a not. guy he who helped werewolves. Yeah, yeah. He was we're having a, a conversation in the middle doctor of doctor who helps the werewolves. You know, just as bad, but almost as good. Just as bad, but not, but kinda. Pretty bad. Uh, okay, Mister. I live in a glass house that the sun could totally get into, so now I'm going to throw the first stone. I don't have any sort of dirt on you at the moment, but I'm going to act like I do. It's uh, fair. Bro, you said the quiet part out loud. You're supposed to keep that to yourself. A very rough-looking individual definitely probably did not go quietly to be acquired um, into... Uh, what sort I'm looking for? Being a beverage uh, for the Camarilla walks up, or as, like stumbles in as they're being pushed by the bartender towards you guys. Um, Carter, you recognize this individual of yours? Uh oh. That's never a good way to start an interaction. Yeah, no, the storyteller says that shit's about to go down. You spoke to this person probably about almost a, eight, well, eight months ago when a hospital was acquired. Sure, yeah. Um, this is... This is Sally. Beaten, bruised, and a human blood bag. Oh, that's so messed up. Remember that time Bruce hates us and everybody we hold dear? I was yeah, told no, I didn't I use touchstones yeah. enough. This is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I do I do remember. <laughs> Is the is the bartender a kindred or uh you a... haven't checked. <laughs> they don't have pale skin if that's what you're asking. It's not quite what I was asking. It's, sim it's similar to what I was asking. <laughs> it's, uh... it's not not what you're asking. 
because it's such a weird night. Yeah, of course. I'm I'm just gonna throw sense the beast up. Sure. And <laughs> guess two hits. It's a what is it? That's something about lying. Composure and subterfuge. Yeah. Something about not telling the truth or something. Yep, fine. We'll take this one. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, that guy sucks. I hate that guy. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Yo, that dude legitimately sucks. Carter, Thank you. as you say, we'll take this one, and everyone else is sort of unaware of the situation. The half-awake individual looks at you and has sheer panic as she recognizes who you are. And that is what we'll go ahead and wrap up tonight's session with. Everyone so out in chat land, thank oh, you guys the worst. so much for coming. Thank you for Justin for giving me the personal growth opportunity and suggesting that I don't use touchstones enough. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so you sorry, made this well, concert. <laughs> sorry, bud. That's all right. It's uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for coming, hanging out. This is. Um, been the episode titled Empty Court as the Coterie is working through trying to figure out who they want to back as they begin to head home and have this wonderful new snack that they don't have to worry about returning. Mm, <laughs> ever. Um, and we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Uh, if you guys haven't already, make sure to go over to twitch.tv slash jbrews and give me a follow there. I stream Monday through Friday. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure to come on through. And I will see you guys next week with another episode of Indie by Night. Thank you and have a fantastic evening, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.